Welcome to the Coach House Beacons. Good morning, everybody. Jamie here. So, fresh air. I remember reading a story about a guy who worked as a fast food store manager. I remember several of his agitated employees deciding to get back at him. While he was counting the inventory in the freezer, they locked the freezer and turned off the power with him inside. Now, I want you to know that not only was it really cold, but even worse, he was not getting any fresh air in that dark enclosed area. The employees told him later that he was only in there about five minutes, but to him it seemed like an hour. When they let him out, he recalls how good it felt to breathe that fresh air. Did you know that sin can hold you captive? When sin holds you captive, it's like that cold, dark freezer without air. But when you are set free, you get to experience the wonderfulness of the fresh air of God. Now, when it comes to freedom, I don't think there's ever been anything greater in this world that has arrested more people into mental shackles than an unnecessary guilt. I can't imagine how many of us still carry within us the burden of past mistakes, you know, heaviness of heart over broken relationships and failed marriages, grief over wayward children, lost attempts at education and those once-in-a-lifetime opportunities that came and went. Despite the fact that Jesus says this in Matthew eleven twenty-eight twenty-nine, Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Even despite all that, we continue to drag around our burdens. If we could just find that strength to cry out, like the psalmist in Psalm 62, my soul finds rest in God alone. My salvation comes from him. He alone is my rock and salvation. He is my fortress. I will never be shaken. If we could just lift our heads high enough to speak those redeeming words of Psalm 71. Though you have made me see troubles, many and bitter, you will restore my life again. From the depths of the earth, you will again bring me up. You will increase my honour and comfort me once again. Our restoration is possible. Our freedom is near. No matter what evil we have done, it is still not bad enough for God to not forgive Despite failure, we can still envision our success. We can find our freedom from those moments in time, the events, the circumstances and choices of the past that haunt us and cripple us from moving forward towards fulfilling God's will for our lives. One great saying I once read from a chap called Jerry Falwell is this, you don't determine a man's greatness by his talents or wealth like the world does but by what it takes to discourage him. This is why I ask these questions. Are we really going to allow the things of this world, whether either good or bad, to determine for us what becomes of us? 
Are we really that susceptible to throwing in the towel that easily? In spite of all that we have learned about God's plan for our lives and his love for us, why, why are we so gullible to quitting so soon? I hope and pray that the words in Psalm 80 become our first step of freedom. It says this, God, come back, smile your blessing smile. That will be our salvation. Let's also remember the comfort God showed Joshua. This is my command, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Brothers, sisters, let's reclaim our freedom and loosen the chains from what oppresses and eats at us. We serve a mighty and powerful God who overcomes all things and has nothing that can catch him off guard. Be encouraged. Luke one thirty seven says, for nothing is impossible with God. Let's be at peace. Jeremiah 32, 17 declares, Dear God, my master, you created earth and sky by your great power, by merely stretching out your arm. There is nothing you can't do. Let's be comforted. In Job 34 and 36, For his eyes are on the ways of a man, and he sees all his steps. He does not take his eyes off the righteous. What an awesome God to know that nothing is too hard or impossible for him and that he is always watching out for us. That is why we can take such comfort in knowing all these things because when we look at God's provision for his people in Nehemiah, we know God will be quick to hear our plea for mercy. We see the ancestors of the Israelites became disobedient and rebellious against God. How bad? Well, bad enough that it got to the point of worshipping the idol of a golden calf. Despite turning their back, choosing evil and making for themselves a god of gold, God was still gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love for his people. He continued to guide them, instruct them and provided for all of their needs. The amazing thing to me is that even when God had to step in and gather his children by allowing them to be brought into captivity, he still raised up deliverers to set them free, all because of his great compassion. If you ever doubted that God would give you a second chance or even think of clearing you of your sins, then think again. Despite all the combined history of Israel's sins, God continued to be patient, gracious and merciful. One of my favourite passages in Isaiah is Isaiah 55, where it says, because it speaks of a father desperate for his children to come back home. Much like the parable of the prodigal son in Luke, we too see God's love calling out for us as this passage in Isaiah so eloquently states. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the evil man his thoughts. Let him turn to the Lord and he will have mercy on him and to our God for he will freely pardon. What are you still hanging on to today? Is it grief over a failed marriage? Maybe guilt of feeling like you failed someone as a parent due to a wayward child who now sits in prison 
maybe something deeper. Maybe an addiction to drugs, alcohol, pornography. Maybe you failed someone. Maybe you failed many. Maybe you cheated and got away with it. Or maybe at work someone else got blamed for your mistake. Because you didn't speak up, that person was fired. Maybe you just wandered too far from the Lord and simply need to come back. Through the prophet Nehemiah, let us be quick to remind ourselves just how much love God has for us as his children. Let's look at it this way. If your child misbehaved, did something horrible, you won't throw up your hands and say, well, now that's the fifth time you've done that and I just can't keep forgiving you. So off to the orphanage you go. You're just too bad to be my child or in our family. No, we don't. That may seem like an exaggeration, but I think you and I would be surprised at how many people are still walking around imprisoned within that type of mindset about God. That mindset that makes them think they have been too bad, have gone too far, stepped over the line of decency, or have become such a failure that somehow they are now too bad for God, yet too good for the devil. Hear these words from Nehemiah 9, one more time. But you are a forgiving God, gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love. Therefore, you did not desert them. There is nothing too bad, too evil, too sinister, broken, bruised, or demolished for God to fix and forgive. He has not deserted you or taken his hands of mercy from off of you. He offers you a pardon and liberty. If your desire is to be set free, then know today your father graciously stands awaiting your return. Now it's time to fill those lungs and take a big breath in of fresh air. the fresh air that God has for you. Coach House Beacons, the Coach House Church Daily Devotional. To find out more, join us on Facebook, Instagram, or on our website at www.coachhousechurch.org.